Welcome to a Christian Girls POV podcast. I'm your host, Mariah. And I'm your host, Bailey. And today we have our special guest, Sophie. Hi. <laughs> so, Sophie, what was the highlight of your week? Well, I went to Walmart. With us. <laughs> With us. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty great. So, we're doing trunk or treat this year for Halloween, and we decided that our trunk is going to be a sleepover trunk. And, and we're, we're gonna, so excited. But, like, the best part of it is we're going to get pillows and, like, we can give it to the little kids and they can, like, hit us, like, as they come to our trunk. Like, because go get some candy I and get to hit people. Volunteer. Whoever wins... Okay, well, we volunteer. <laughs> whoever wins at the church gets a $100 gift card to the peddler. And how funny would it be if some teenage girls won? Right. So, I think we have a pretty solid idea. Anyway, so the Walmart trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never mind. Off topic. So, we found, like, some matching Halloween pajamas that we're gonna wear. Mm-hmm. So cute. And then we found the wig aisle. And like, Don't huh, get me started. Five dollar <laughs> wigs? Why not? <laughs> so yeah, we we may or may not have bought some wigs. Um, I may or may not have lost my wallet and keys in the process. But thankfully, there are good people still on the road. <laughs> Hallelujah! Praise him. Thought they were goners, <laughs> but customer support. Customer I, support. What is it called? Customer service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you probably needed support if you lost your wallet. Oh, well, so we, we, were, we were watching Scooby-Doo um, before you got here. <laughs> the live action one. And um, so Shaggy and Scooby were running around. And then Scooby... <laughs> Scooby just randomly, like, farts. <laughs> when I tell you Bailey is crying for, like, 30 no, seconds, she's laughing was, so was, hard. They were hiding from a monster and Scooby just farted. <laughs> And it's still so funny to you. So immature. Is she a senior or a first grader? <laughs> it was funny. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that had nothing to do with Walmart, but it was just funny. thought of it. Don't look at me like that. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about our second topic for our stagnant struggles series, um, anxiety. And as a reminder, stagnant struggles are, like, struggles that, like, pretty much everyone in the world struggles with on pretty much an everyday basis. So, we chose Sophie to be our special guest because she has some insight on anxiety as she's gone through, like, some hardships in her life. And so, we wanted her to um, share her story, story with you all. So, it mainly started last September when my friend passed away in a car accident, and it was obviously really hard. He was young, and he was like a big brother to me, so it was like your world gets flipped upside down, and you always see these bad things. You're like, oh, that won't happen to me, Um, but when it happens to you, it kind of makes everything on the inside just kind of like change, and so um, we had to learn how to lean on God and God's faithfulness, Um, but it also came with like hardships, and anxiety was one of mine, and so... um, I went to a therapist, and I was just, like, talking to her, and then, like, probably by the end of winter, she was like, okay, there's some more going on here than just your grief and sadness, and it was when I was worrying uncontrollably, I couldn't, I was just waiting for who was going to die next, and I was just waiting for the next bad thing to happen, and I felt like it was going to be my fault if someone died, and so it got to, like, a really bad point of where I had to 
do further things to help my anxiety. But that's really where it started from, and I've learned a lot since, and I'm doing a lot better now. Um, but it definitely is not a season of life you want to stay in for a long time. Yeah, thank you. So You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so today we want to talk about the four ways we've come up with to help combat anxiety. Hiya. <laughs> <laughs> so our first one is prayer. Um, and so Sophie, we have a question for you, like regarding prayer, and it's how has prayer helped you with your anxiety? Um, it makes you, it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, some days it's hard. Some days it feels like you're just praying to the wall. Um, yeah. Whether you have anxiety or not, you feel that sometimes. But it has helped a lot by knowing that, like, when you're praying, it's like you're praying to a God who is in control of the world. He He made all this, and so we know that He, um, He can help you get out of it. And so it's like someone who's so powerful. It's like, no, I'm not just talking to some lady who might tell me that my feelings are okay to feel. It's more like someone who can actually help me step by step. And so it just shows how powerful prayer is and prayer really is like a comforting yeah feeling absolutely right (laughs) (laughs) and like one of the big things we like we're talking about is turning your worries into prayer and how like like there was a time where I was worrying about everything and then I was able to start like identifying when I was worrying and I would immediately turn it into prayer and that helped me not worry as often and that can be like that's biblical because in Philippians 4 um, six through seven. It says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." So, like the Bible literally tells us to um, pray, and like prayer gives you peace. Amen. Praise Him. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of worrying over what the future holds, pray for the strength and the wisdom to get there. Yeah. I think that's, that's really good. Like, you can, prayer is like talking to God, like how we're like talking to each other right now. Like, prayer is like having that intimate conversation with God. And so like when you talk to like your friends, I think that helps. But then like talking to your creator, like imagine how much. And your friends aren't going to give you that internal, or eternal, eternal? Yeah. Is that the word forever? Yes. The forever (laughs) peace. Forever peace, right. Prayer is the best way to fight anxiety. Right. Right. And it's also, like, I feel like it's a thing, like, a thing. Um, but there's just a great comfort in knowing that the person you're talking to knows you better than you know you. Yeah. And, like, true. that's, like, that's really difficult to wrap your mind around, but, I mean, it's true. Like, God he knows He created you, you right. so. I mean, and, like, you think, like, oh, no one will understand. Like, I mean, he knows exactly what, you know. Right. You're going through. And that's still not to say, like, how, like, earlier when you said, like, talking to a wall, like, it's not always going to be easy and be mm-hmm. like, oh, God, like, I know you hear me, like, thank you for this peace immediately. Like, right. it takes time and it takes, like, thankfulness and all of the good things. Correct. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Fact. Moving on. <laughs> um, so, our second way to combat anxiety is gratitude. So, Sophie, is it difficult... For- for you to find gratitude in the good things you have when your anxiety is spiraling. Yes, it is difficult. Yeah. Um, but you have to start, like, learning how your anxiety works and learning that when it's coming up, you have to sometimes learn to put that aside and still enjoy those good moments. Um, and also, like, try not to let you 
yourself go from too too high to too too low yeah. so fast to like still find the good things and like what I had to start doing was like writing down the few little good things like the simple things in life that I loved because if I didn't do that I would just think everything was terrible um but yes it is difficult to find that I love that though like writing down like the things you love in life that's like that's really cool yes like that's something like I feel like everyone could do that's what I was about to say Mm -hmm. like I feel like that's a good thing everyone could do because I mean not everyone like has anxiety but everyone takes things for granted and everyone needs to right that so I do I really love that practice yes fight worry with rejoicing thanksgiving and prayer um and so along with gratitude I was like kind of looking into brain health like preparing for this podcast and so um a really like popular neurologist was talking about how like with like our thought patterns like if you don't like if they go unchecked that's when you kind of really start to spiral but if you kind of are able to stop yourself and like remember like not everything I think is true and like you know I don't have to believe everything I think like I can focus on what's true like right now then that could help you know stop some of the spirals sometimes right and sometimes like if you just write down your thoughts or like vocalize them to someone else like that will help you relook at them and determine if they are true yeah that's like, like what I had to do is start journaling and that like helped me be able to put all my thoughts down and realize oh this is not that big of a deal yeah, or even right. like talking to my mom or a close friend like I like actually that's not that big of a deal like right it gets so big in your mind with anxiety or without anxiety but like it actually isn't that big of a deal right, right. so like writing it down or just like holding off on any rash decisions until, like, the next day. Yeah. And then you look back, you're like, wow, that was a bit of an overreaction, or wow, I, like, that was not a big deal. hmm Yeah. It's important to, like, know the truths um, of what God says and what the Bible says mm-hmm. before you have these bad anxieties or this, like, hardships, because when you know the truths in the hard times, you're not going to believe them as much, but when you already have them down, like, in your heart and in your brain, you're going to remember them and live them out, if that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. that makes total sense. Like, it's like, I guess with, like, to wrap that back into our topic, gratitude, like, you just can thank God for those truths, like, that that's the truth, and, like, I thank you, Jesus, that I know that's the truth, even though it's hard to believe right now, but yes, you've given me that. So, our third way to combat anxiety is community. So, Sophie... How has the community you have in fellow believers helped you? Um, in times where you feel so alone or you no one else feels like this or why is it happening to me, community of fellow believers, they're just like there to support you, like how you guys were just there to listen to me. Some days when I have terrible days, I just need someone to listen to me. Even if you didn't say, I understand, you just have to like listen. And so having fellow believers opposed to non-believers when you're talking about these like hard things was important for me that they would give me those truths back and remind me of what's true in the Bible. And it was just, like, a lot more powerful than that. But community is very important. Yeah. Yeah. I am extremely passionate about bearing one another's burden. Whoa. Bearing one another's burdens, which is why, like, I'm going into psychology. Like, I want to be a counselor and all that stuff. Because, I mean we were created to 
bear one another's burdens. Like, we have to realize that on our own, the fight against anxiety is hopeless, Mm -hmm. and you can't count on yourself. This is why we're supposed to be surrounded by a community of believers. We were created to band together and bear one another's burdens. And you're not a burden for sharing what you're going through with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is like, Amen. can we Amen. just like, Crazy. louder for the ones in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a burden for sharing what you're going through with others. You need to find people who value you and yes. want to help you like they should as Christians. And hear me. <laughs> Avoid those who make you feel like a burden for sharing what you're going through. Yes. As Galatians 6, 2 says... Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. See, it's it's right there. In the it Bible. It's right there in the and Bible. It can't Jesus be any more Jesus said, Jesus weeped. Was it Lazarus that he knew he was going to bring back to life? But he weeped with them because he felt their sorrow. He, yeah, Jesus and bared then, people's burdens. He, right. So we, he's our example. He yes. bared all of our burdens and died on the cross. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, getting really, <laughs> Anyways. And Thank they, May I just add that y'all are both very good at, like, bearing each other's burdens. Yes. Like, from personal experience, like, I think that that's both of y'all's physical gifts. Like, it's just y'all are easy to talk to, easy to listen to, like, I'm just thankful for the community I have. That's so (laughs) kind of you. Well. Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Our... Last way to combat anxiety is hope in Christ. So, have you noticed a difference in between when your hope is in Christ versus when you put hope in other things? Yes, the main reason, like the main, yeah, main reason is because I know that Christ is eternal mm-hmm. and these things of this world are not. Yes. And so, the things when I, like, oh, I'm struggling with this, I'm going to go to social media or go to just eating or like going to other things they don't satisfy me for long they make me feel fine for maybe a day or sometimes just a couple hours or maybe even a week but Jesus was the only thing and still is the only thing for me that helps me so in Matthew 6 um 31 through 34 It says, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And so, I think, like, what you said, Sophie, like, how you weren't really putting your hope in the things of the world, like, when you, like, put it in Jesus, that, like, helps you. Like, that can be connected back to this verse because, like, saying the pagans run after the things of the world, but the Heavenly Father knows what we need. So if he knows what we need, then, like, it makes sense to go to him because he can give you that when the world can't. Right. And I feel like it's it's super easy to forget, not forget, but, like, to put in the back of your mind, like, God's in control. Yeah. Like, he has a plan and he's working it out in your life. And, like personally from from a control freak (laughs) I don't like that (laughs) and like yeah I like well like a lot of anxiety roots from fear of what's going to happen making up wild scenarios in your head of things that could possibly happen and we need to remember that God's in control not us and his plan is far better than ours though it may not seem good at the time God is working out his perfect plan for your life like and while it's hard to let go of wanting to control our lives we need to I think something I saw at the end of that verse, it says, each day has its, has enough trouble on its own. 
I think that, like, for me was trying to, like, plan too far in the future. And, like, yeah, I had to get to a point where I was, like, I need to go day by day because I can't handle today. Why am I worrying about next week? And so I had to get to the point where it was, like, I would focus on day by day and figure out what I needed to do that day and and not be trying to be in control of the future because we're not promised tomorrow. And so instead of, like, oh, I'll tell someone about Jesus, you know, when I'm in college or then, like, no, I need it now because now yeah. is my time. We're not promised tomorrow. So I think, and for my anxiety, it was too hard to focus anywhere in the future. So that's so go good. day by day. That, and God's yeah. always faithful. Like, yeah. I mean, always, always there. Mm-hmm. In Psalm 9, it says, And those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And I mean, mm. <laughs> and I mean, I heard a pastor say, Hope in Christ doesn't end our suffering. It allows us to endure it. Oh, so, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, even though, like, you're not always promised to, like, he's not, he does he's, God's not always going to fix the situation the way you want him to. Right. But he'll carry you through it. And sometimes it was, like, confusing of, like, why would God do this to me? Why is he even good? Like, if he is, if he can perform miracles, why isn't he performing the one I need or one I want? But he knows what I need and he knows um, what's happening and he's the one in control and so he'll let these sufferings happen and you find out later after that season of life that you like grew through it and your faith was so much stronger when you lean on him through it and he doesn't leave you during that hard time right and I love that like Sophie you're a walking example of hope in Christ really like because I know you still struggle with anxiety and I'm sure like that's something that probably will never truly go away but just already seeing the growth you've had and like how Jesus has helped you is like inspiring to me and like I hope inspiring to like everyone listening or everyone struggling with that that, like God is faithful and that's already proof of how God was using this situation because I mean you just exude like yeah I love Jesus and like I mean who knows what you're doing in other people's lives that you don't know like maybe you do know how you're helping other people's lives like I know you started a bible study you're leading like you're I'm sure you're helping those girls but it's also, like, people who just see, like, wow, Sophie lives differently. I wonder what that's about. I want that. Yeah. Hope so. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Holy Spirit was moving in here. He was Feel moving. Feel his presence. There's a ghost in here, guys. The, the Holy, Holy Ghost. ghost. <laughs> but for real, thank you so much for, like, sharing your story and sharing insight and Jesus with us, Sophie. You're I, welcome. You, like... <laughs> Such an encouragement. You guys are out of the water. I'm very proud of you. No, you're amazing. Little podcast girls. No, I love you. But I feel like it would only be the right thing to do before I'm done (laughs) is to talk about my brother Jeremy because he is very funny. And if you know him pretty well, you'll get it. Um, (laughs) So somehow, with Jeremy's, I don't even know what he was doing, but somehow he figured out a lot of information about Mariah's little crush. Okay, I do not have a crush on him. Anyways... And no one told him about it. And it was really funny because we all had to pretend like it wasn't Mariah's crush. <laughs> and so we're all like, oh, what'd you do? And he, like, told the person he should date Mariah. He's like, hey, maybe you should date Mariah. She might be lonely. Like, as a joke. I can't believe he said Because he, he was like, yeah, Mariah told him you should date you because you're lonely. Yeah, right. I was like, <laughs> okay. And that kind of sounded fake. I was like, and then, is he just saying that because yes. he's, like, covering up? But I really don't think he no. knew. No, he, he doesn't. No, he doesn't know. And that's what's so weird is he, like, knew it. He doesn't know it. But he said something about it. It was just crazy. I was like, maybe it's meant to be because Jeremy guessed it. 
and we were like interrogating him like Jeremy how did you come up with yes, this and like how pretend, did you come like, to this conclusion we all had to pretend like oh whoa what do you think about what Ryan him because no. we're, not, we're not ready to tell Jeremy <laughs> that because you know once he gets a little information <laughs> he uses that to his advantage so but that was really that was funny that was a that was a good time that was after the wigs, so it was a wild. It night. was after the wigs. It was a wild, wild night. night. We should, we should, we need to post a picture of the wigs on the Instagram so everyone can see them in all their glory. They are very cute. They were well, very cute. I was good. feeling like a, a pink rock star in that thing. I know. Is it time? I love that it's humor based on my pain. <laughs> Guys, I love it, you. Is it the special time? It is, it is the special time. time. We're getting re- okay. Okay. It's our, it's our final segment of the day. Ooh. And we decided to name it A Hoot and a Half with Haley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 party peeps. It's Haley. Um, okay, so for today, I just have a few corny Christian jokes because those are my favorite things in the whole world. So, who was the best businesswoman in the Bible? Don't think too hard. It's Farah's daughter. She went down to the bank of the Nile and drew out a little profit. <laughs> That's so funny. I need some sound effects of people laughing. Laughing. <laughs> okay, second one. What kind of person was Boaz before he got married? Mm, I don't know. Ruthless. <laughs> Get it, Ruth? Ruthless stuff. Uh, Hashtag dad jokes. That's all right. All right, last one. This is my favorite one. Um, so this guy gets on a plane, and the flight attendant asks, Sir, why do you have a child's ticket? And he says, Because I'm a child of God. <laughs> I know you're all dying, rolling on the floor laughing with me right now. Or I hope you are at least. <laughs> Don't take life too seriously, guys. Just laugh a little.